This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left coast punks, MXPX. Mm-hmm. And we are back, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. John, this is our 15th episode. All right. We've made it. We've survived for that long. And because of that reason, I brought along a little bit of Chicago's finest mm. Koval single barrel bourbon whiskey mm. distilled in Chicago. They use organic ingredients. Mm-hmm. They use local grains. Yeah. And they're actually... Koval is one of the reasons. Have you done there? I just did do the tour. Yeah. You did the tour. Did you yeah. do any like the classes or anything, no, or like the, the tastings? No, but I they do the like come by and help us mash stuff yeah. and things like that, which I've never done, but I've always wanted. Yeah, they're so if you hit up Koval, they're if you're ever in Chicago, totally worth it. They're amazing, but they're actually one of the reasons that craft distilling has exploded mm. around yeah. the country because um chicago like many other states had antiquated liquor laws yeah. still on the books and so koval when they were starting they had to literally undo laws right. so they could get permits to distill in in chicago chicago has a bunch of old bananas uh liquor laws i mean legalistic people suck you know what i'm saying (laughs) yes and legalism makes me sick but this this whiskey is dope it's super good yeah um so i don't know how good of an idea it is starting off the pod with (laughs) bourbon but you know what that will also include Wine drinking. Yes, later. we will. We are going to be taste testing the Anchor Valley wines. Yeah, we are. later with our wives. Yeah, wife pod. Wife pod joining us to taste the wine, discuss mm-hmm. it. Just you know, have a conversation about it. Whatever. Tell us, tell us when they first heard of MXPX. <laughs> That's yeah. I think. I think I can answer that for Dana right now. <laughs> Six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I she knew about she knew, M- she knew about MXPX because the the summer I think I've said this on the pod before, but the summer we started dating in two thousand three, I um played her Do Your Feet Hurt. That's right, of course. <laughs> because I was I like this is a romantic song. Like this is I and I love you and I care about you so therefore I'm gonna play my the song that I think is super romantic. Mm -hmm. Do your feet hurt? Did you fall from heaven? You were correct. I was correct, and um, she wanted to put a ring on it. Yeah. So nailed it. Yep. (laughs) Thanks. Been taking rides on the same Vespa ever since. That's right. You know that's we rode away from our wedding. You know on a Vespa, and just blasting life in general yeah you know people people were they weren't they weren't throwing rice it was just we it was actually a mosh pit (laughs) leaving the wedding we had to like 
throw throw punches and throw bows to get Just out. Like crazy circle pit. Circle pit. We were, you know, after we said our our vows, we like stage dived. <laughs> I guess that would be great. Yep, it was the most punk wedding ever. <laughs> um. So, John, speaking of drinking alcohol, yes. Um, this has been. A big MXPX week. Big week. Big week. So they not only released a video, there's a video for every song now on the new album. And I'm going to assume that MXPX heads that listen to this pod have already watched every single music video. And if you're like me, you have watched (laughs) some of them multiple times Yeah, because they're so great um but also silver city brewing yeah partnering with the band again for best life ipa yes and john you know i had to jump on that you got so yes we're i'm i'm a big hop head yeah for sure yep and so i was pumped to see that it was going to be an IPA. Now yeah. I never, I never got any of the secret weapon beer that no. they did, unfortunately. But um, I just based on the description, I am pretty pumped about it because yeah. it almost seems like, and this this is a little weird since it's a, um, you know, left coast, you know. Bremer, you know, I don't, it's not Bremerton. Where are they based? I think it is Bremerton. Is it Bremerton? Are they are they based in Bremerton? Seems like the kind of thing we could have done some research on, but <laughs> you'd be wrong. Research. I thought that this is, but anyway, it's it. The description sounds like a New England IPA. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's sort of like a hazy, a hazy, juicy, hoppy mm. um, IPA, which is my jam. It is a jam. They are in Bremerton. They're in Bremerton. Okay. Yep. Well, then it, this is, do you know if this is Andy Husted's um, brewery? I, we talked about this before too. Yeah. I and don't, again. <laughs> this is one of those things that we, you know, this is the, this is our favorite part of the podcast when we <laughs> Google. Vamp while Googling. That we vamp while Googling. Yes. But anyway. He is the co-owner. Okay. So that makes sense. So, but this will not be the first time we bring up Andy Houston uh, on this pod today. Former MXPX guitar player. Form, yeah, the original magnified pod guitar, plaid guitar player. <laughs> he's he's also not only does he co-own Silver City, but he's <laughs> co-owns this podcast. Co-owns this podcast. He's got a stake in the yeah, studio. Andy, I know you. I know you have been silent through most of this pod as you stand in the corner for each episode. Hey guys. Hey Andy, how's good, it going? Good job. Really excited to try your Best Life IPA. Yeah, it's it's really good. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Um, we'll have you back on soon. Yep. Um, so it's going to. We. I got. I pre-ordered four four packs. Yes. So. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We. You know, Mike. You keep putting out booze. We will. <laughs> We're keep obviously going to keep drinking. We're going to keep drinking all the booze. Uh, so it's it's going to be it's going to be a good time at yeah. Magnified Studios West. I think. I mean, releasing. All the videos, every last remaining song yeah. on the album to have a video, and releasing news of a beer on the yeah. same day. Like, so smart. What a smart move in 2018. You know, you know, this is, so I told, speaking of Dana, I told Dana that that they released uh, a, a music video 
for every song they have. Um, and it, it was like, so nine, I think it was nine yeah, because right. they'd only released two music right. videos before that. And she was like, well, why would they do it all at once? Why wouldn't they do one and then do another one? Right. And my thought was, well, what you're essentially doing is doing this, it's like a big media blast. Yeah. And so you're getting essentially people to listen to the entirety of your album yeah. through music videos. Yep. So Smart. people who might not have heard the album or heard most of it, they'll be like, oh, maybe I'll check out the music videos or whatever. Right. And then you're essentially getting them to listen to the entire yeah. album, which and is a, which is great. It's a way to capture a day in the news cycle, whereas uh-huh, in 2018, uh-huh. you know, maybe when they released the first video, that's like a day of news. But right. at this point, it's like if they just did another one, yeah, that wouldn't be enough. But no, all of it, all of it, literally all of it. So, John, would you, what would what would you say is your um, your top? I think top. moments like this has to win, right? Gosh, yeah. So, um, our boy Brian Bouchelt, yes, possible he, future podcast. Um, we'll see. Certain future podcast, future podcast. I have been I've been communicating with Brian right. in. Um, recent days. All right, cool. So we are working it out. Yep. Um, but Brian Bouchelt has done, he did um, Let's Ride. He did Moments Like This. He did Uptown Streets. I think he he did... The Way We Do. The Way We Do with... with Jake Gravbrot. Who did, yeah, from Machine That Eats. Or wait. Machine that eats is Thomas Dutton. Oh, Thomas Dutton. Friday tonight. Friday tonight. Yeah, yeah. They got they got lots of lots of dudes helping yep. out. Um, but Brian Bouchel, uh, he he also he's worked with the band mm-hmm. for a long time, going yeah. going back to um, a documentary he did for them and doing. The pl- some plans within plans music videos as well, uh, but he's he's a good dude. Um, so we're gonna get him on the pod in the future and kind of pick his brain about um, music directing um, airplanes. He's also a pilot, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we are looking forward to that yeah. as well. So um, I did not going back to the best life yeah. IPA. And how they use the image and mm-hmm. the kind of the color aesthetic from the album for the can. This gets into um, some voicemails uh. that we have. We have a voicemail line that I'm going to fumble for again because... I got it for you. I don't remember that shit. 872... Seven six two four seven six three or eight seven two seven magpod. There it is. Thank you, John, for not making me fumble for that. Um, so we so yeah. feel free to um, give us a call, leave us a voicemail about whatever. You know, you can just be something as simple as y'all blow. You know, something <laughs> like that. If you oh, want to, just <laughs> got it at the ready now. <laughs> yes, I have. I have. 
y'all blow. I have that at the ready. So, um, I feel like we're in a morning zoo crew over here. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the Magnified Pod. Thanks so long. <laughs> Let me throw it over to my my man, John yeah. Peter. John Pooter. <laughs> yeah, that's my. <laughs> Oh man. Auga. Yeah. So um we will go to the, Should we sorry, should we yeah. briefly shout out the Punk Toberfest? Oh yes. Sorry. How I stepped all over it. Um so yeah, speaking of all of the alcohol. <laughs> yep. Three fifty brewing, Tinley Park, Illinois. Who had previously brewed the Poconancha beer. That I mentioned on our okay. first step. They did an MXPX beer a while ago. It's long gone, but perhaps we'll find some at this festival. Yeah, this maybe they got a day. Can, can kicking around. So Punktoberfest, October 6th in Tinley Park. You got Mad Caddies. Mm-hmm. You got Flatfoot, Flatfoot 56. 56. And Mike Herrera of MXPX what? is also going to be playing. Wow. So more bands, TBA. But there's going to be a beer garden, obviously music, food, costume contest. Um, get your boot filled with beer. Yes. John and I are going to be there. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the area, want to come hang, see see some music, see Mike play, we will be around. So yep. hit us up October 6th. It's all day. It's like 12 to 9. Yeah. Um, so it'll be, it'll be a good time. Yep. So, um, good, good looking out. Yep. So the first voicemail that relates back to the best life IPA is from our boy Riker. Yes. Riker has been, uh, if you, if you follow us on Instagram, Riker leaves us these really long, thoughtful comments Mm -hmm. and this is an all around, um, insightful dude so yep. he left us a voicemail um he's been sort of off the grid for the past couple of weeks hasn't been commenting on stuff but he's he said that he's been traveling but um but he has some thoughts in this uh voicemail that he left in regards to the uh, best life ipa hey andrew and john this is writer uh first of all i love what you two are doing uh, the conversations that stem from your podcast are so much fun, and I think it's really great to have an outlet and a place for fans of the band to really unite and, you know, share thoughts and ideas. So, uh, as you've guessed, I'm a bit younger. I was 13 back when Secret Weapon came out in 2007, and um, that album was really full of my teenage punk anthems. You know, it was truly my teenage politics. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we've had very different experiences, but, yeah, we've been influenced by the same music. And, uh, John, you said that there's nothing quite like being sure of what's inside your heart was your high school yearbook quote, right? Well, that's really funny because it was mine, too. Amazing. What a coincidence, you know, just such a powerful lyric. It's timeless. But, um, anyway, that's that's what I love about your pod. It's so cool to hear... Uh, your unique perspectives about these songs that I've listened to so many times. So with that said, um, I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, with the new Best Life IPA having the same Pokemon punk as the self-titled album, I was thinking, what if the album was actually titled Best Life? I actually think mm-hmm. that would fit really well. 
Um, it seems to be a theme with Mike's podcast and his life in general, at least according to social media, you know, that perspective. So my question is, if number 10 wasn't self-titled, what would you title it? Let's let's tackle that yeah. first um, before we get into his second question. Mm-hmm. What would you, because I do think that's, that's, that's a, a pretty that's a pretty great title considering if you listen to a lot of the lyrics I was listening to the album on the way over here actually mm-hmm. um, and listening to because it it is an album that's very much nostalgic reminiscing mm-hmm. thinking about you know you think like even even something like um the way we do. Yeah. could be um a title because it's it's embracing where they've been, where they are and just moving forward and having gratitude. Yeah. There's a lot of there's we've talked about that. I think we talked about that on our first impressions episode that there's a lot of gratitude on yeah. this record. So, yeah, um, I think to draw from the lyrics, I mean the way we do could be Yeah. I thought that as well or moments like this yeah something like that i so i think best life that whole thing comes from if i'm correct that video series that our buddy jason jason not it yep with mxpx and then mike's kind of carried that yeah on as a thing but yeah that was my first thought too if you're going with a song title from the record moments like this would probably be my choice but yeah i think all of it maybe could work the way we do could work there's probably a bunch of them on the record that could yeah. work. Um, but goddamn refrigerator, goddamn refrigerator, <laughs> another contender. Yeah. Um, MXPX freezing balls. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about it, like most of their records don't come from song titles. No, they don't. Maybe like a half or a third, but I was trying to look like they often do like lyrics maybe, but yeah, I didn't like really even think of a... like secret weapon, obviously right. that's, um, but plans within plans isn't panic right. has he says the word panic in right. in the record, but um, it's not like a song title, right? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's I do think you know Riker. I think you kind of nailed it. Yeah, it's it is a very. It's a very all-encompassing sort of concept that it will that works for the for the whole yeah. record. I like the whole self-titled deal. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm okay with it. It's an interesting question to consider. Yeah, it's a very good question. So let's move on to the next part of his his voicemail. And my second question is about uh, I guess you could say like my career cameos. Um, are there any songs that Mike is featured on that you really enjoy? So that's what I'm just wondering. I'm just curious about that um, because I have two examples, but I'm realizing they're pretty bad examples because uh, they're not actually Mike like singing with another band and other band songs. But I'll share them anyway. So uh, first, have you watched the music video for All I Want by A Day to Remember? If you haven't, check it out and pay close attention. Uh, I think it's around a minute and 50 seconds in or so. So that's all I'll say about that. I really like that. I think it's a pretty cool video. And um, the other thing I really like is the Mike Rivera song by the Unlovables. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's basically the epitome 
of excellent songwriting. So definitely <laughs> check that out, too. And, um, yeah, so my career cameos, I guess. Anyway, uh, that's all I got. Um, you can probably tell I have, like, a list. I'm a list person, so I, like, took some notes on what I wanted to leave in this voicemail before I did it. Love it. That's the way I am. So, anyway, you thanks again. I hope you two have a great week. Bye. That's awesome. Thank Love you, Riker. Yep. And it doesn't surprise me that he's a list dude. No, because... he, he seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that Mike Herrera song by, <laughs> incredible. by the Unlovables is the lyrics uh, of that song are so are so good. So this, this song came out in like 2001, 2. Yeah. Um, I was not aware of this at all, were you? No, no. no. So I pulled up some of my fave okay. lyrics here. So, so yeah. If you haven't, if you guys haven't listened to the the Unlovables, the the Mike Herrera song, yeah, you can listen to it on their on their Bandcamp. It's great, and it's uh, it's it's great. <laughs> so please check it out. I watched the video for Doing Time. Your angel face looks so sublime, and I must blush as I confess I paused the part where there was a shot of your ass. <laughs> Which I don't remember, but yeah, I um, mean, I let's be real. If I knew that there was a shot of Mike's ass, I must have. <laughs> I would probably would have paused it myself because I did have that old tooth and nail VHS. Yeah, um, that like right, it was right. like a music video comp, and it yeah. had doing time on it. I don't, we've talked about this already, but I yeah. remember how rad it was because they're like moving the camera yeah. up and down and stuff. Yeah. Um, I know you're into the Jesus thing. <laughs> you got all these songs about God being king. But how am I going to get through to you that this agnostic needs loving too? <laughs> I mean, beautiful. And then my favorite. Oh, Mike Herrera, I want to make you pasta with marinara and let you sleep with my teddy bear. Each night I say a prayer to God or Buddha, whoever's there. <laughs> yeah. And there are many more lyrics, yeah. all equally wonderful. Um, this, um, my, my, mine is towards the end. Oh, Mike Herrera, I love you this I swear. I find it so unfair that I can't make you aware the thought of having to share you makes my poor heart want to tear. I want to see you in your underwear. <laughs> you and me yes. should be a para. Yep. It's so good. So that was uh, Hallie Bullet. Yeah. Who, this is funny. We were talking about this before. That yeah. like, so she's now an actress and a singer. She's married to Chris Gethard, the comedian, which yeah. is super funny. Um, she said it was the first song she ever wrote. I found that in an interview. And then last year she was on Mike's pod. So... Folks should go listen to that. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. She posted about the song and then Mike commented and was like, come on the pod. And then she did. Um, But now she's like a funny and uh, successful singer and comedian in her own right. So pretty funny. Yeah. It Um, is. So solid, solid track. Yeah. I didn't end up watching. I did. Okay. Yeah. A Day to Remember, maybe a band I've heard of, but certainly not very familiar with. And the All I Want video features, like, this slew of punk rock cameos. Okay. Um, including Mike. Okay. In a dramatic entrance where he busts open his trailer door. <laughs> like, the trailer to his, his van with his gear and stuff. And okay. And starts singing along emphatically as he does in videos. <laughs> um, so was this... Was this a panic, or no, I mean, secret weapon era where he's, like, <laughs> no, gesturing at the... Quite at the, that extreme. Okay. But, um, but, yeah, that was fun. I didn't know that. I don't know. I mean, my short answer was, like, I didn't know any until I did some Googling. And uh, he's on the song Fight Games by The Climbing, which came out in 2010. It's okay. 
He's on the song Runaway by Amber Pacific, which came out in 2007, which is also okay. But he's also on the American Hi-Fi version of Christmas, Baby Please Come Home, which that one is super fun. Okay. I recommend that. Perhaps we'll include it on our future Christmas, very special holiday episode. (laughs) Very, Um, a very magnified pod Christmas. That's right. Where we'll finally get to a punk rock Christmas record. So. Anyway, yeah, I, I, were you aware of any Mike no, features? Yeah. No, the only Mike features I cared about were MXPX related. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I It was either all or nothing for me. But right. yeah, I didn't, I, this, this, I, uh, there, you, oh, you know what? There was that, what was that? There's like this band from Mexico that that i was telling you about that had mike sing on um like a there's like a he he just like it was like the whole album all the songs are in spanish except for his his part which is kind of yeah strange i don't remember yeah but i don't find it i don't i don't remember either um but if you want to Look, look it up. Feel yep. free to try and figure it out. I Do have it. no, I have no idea what it's called, but, um, but yeah, thanks Riker. Yeah, thanks Riker. It's awesome. Appreciate it. Let's move on to, um, we have a voicemail from Daniel Leary from MXPX Memes. Hey guys, it's uh, Daniel here, MXPX Memes. I'm just calling to discuss the Bob Moon interview, specifically, although you didn't name me to Bob, you didn't tell him it was me, you uh, asked him some of my questions, and he had actually touched based on the one that I was always curious about as far as, like, my personal MXPX mystery, and that is if the life in general demos that are on Let It Happen are actually the infamous scrapped version of life in general and now mm-hmm. i think bob apparently actually confirmed that so my thought on it was always that you know they mentioned on the vhs tape on uh it came from bremerton that that uh what did they mention they mentioned that there was a scrapped version but they never really confirmed if it was those demos so i just always kind of felt like maybe it was or were those a third recording? Were those actual demos that happened before the scrapped version or in between the scrapped version and the version we know? But they never really confirmed that on It Came From Bremerton. I never heard an interview where they did. And now you guys got that interview. I think it seemed from context, maybe I'm just reading into this, but on It Came From Bremerton, they didn't really like call out Bob on saying, you know, he gave us this version of the album that, we couldn't release and maybe they did it on purpose because maybe they didn't want to like, you know, hurt his reputation, but they still had to kind of talk about how the album got scrapped at that time. So Mm -hmm. maybe they were, you know, helping him save face by letting those let it happen demos sort of blur the line for the public and leave us all not sure if that was the scrapped version of uh, life in general. So now, you know, but (laughs) by Bob's own admission, he was like not, he didn't have his heart in it. So maybe, you know, it was nice of them not to reveal that. Yeah. So it seems, it seems like, yeah, you're, you're on point that 
uh, yeah, so Bob pretty much did confirm it yeah. that those were the um, infamous scrapped versions. Right. And, um, yeah, it, 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 it is a... Uh, probably an age-old mystery, so I guess you could say we got that exclusive. That exclusive. That's right. That exclusive. That depressing exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it is. It is. But you know, as you said, to Bob's point, he was not really yeah. in it at that point, and also the band was going in a in a different direction, and right. and you know, Bob is by no means. Yeah, you listen to. Teenage politics and some of the other, you know, ninety pound was it's the the kind of sound that yeah. he was doing and kind of like it's it's there's a rawness uh, yeah there's a rawness there's a uh, an energy in the room kind of feel versus yeah. a you know as he said like he doesn't like the plastic sounding right, right. Um, rock and that's what he that's he's not going to do that so um, and not to you know, to Steve Kravak, he does a he does his own thing. He does yeah. his own style, and that's he's amazing. But, um, but I do think you might be right that they were trying to not you know bus toss him or something like yeah. that, which is, which is which is nice. Yeah. But so cool. Yeah. Thanks, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel, for for hitting us up. We uh, and also we we got a. Another voicemail from Danny Stairs, um, Daniel Starrett, who left us another voicemail trying to gloat about how he got his vinyl and all of this stuff, uh, trying to rub it in my face. Bastard. However, so dudes, I am just calling to rub in the fact that I am currently on a package from the Okay, so doing that on purpose. This is okay. This is bush league. <laughs> what I hear is stare at vinyl. If you're, if, so if you're like gonna leave us purpose. a voicemail, rubbing it in our face, make sure we can hear that shit. Couldn't hear anything you're saying. <laughs> what the fuck is this? This is get it together, stare it. This is nonsense. Oh man. This, you're you know what you know what stare it and you know what I have to say to that? Y'all blow. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean that is Bush League work. <laughs> I'm happy for you that you have uh the vinyl and the plush in your possession did you get the plush i don't know if he Who knows he probably already had the plush but listen um i don't have mine yeah, yet. yeah what the hell we're what gonna, we're gonna harangue mike at Punk you know Over what Fest if you, you know what sarah sarah and i have been discussing this we have a conspiracy oh. theory theory we, consistency <laughs> we think and we might be blowing this wide open, oh, so man. I might need you. We just need to keep is, our voices down. Is Bob Moon behind this? No, Bob Mo- okay. Mooney is not behind this. Fucking Aaron Sprinkle. Oh, I know he this. has intercepted <laughs> the vinyl. Yep. He has heard the pod, and he is pissed. Typical he, Sprinkle. Typical textbook <laughs> Sprinkle. 
you know what he's going to do? He probably inter- not only intercepted my vinyl, but he went into the studio, remixed the <laughs> album, and he's going to give me the the sprinkle deluxe version I can't wait. of the album. There's going to be trumpets. There's going to be tons, orchestra. tons of piano. Didgeridoos. He, <laughs> rooms full of didgeridoos. <laughs> And oh, yeah, this all makes sense. It all I makes gotta sense. say it's all falling yep. into place. You know, it, it might sound a little crazy, but doesn't it really, <laughs> really make sense? Um, but we also have a voicemail from a couple voicemails actually from Nick Polk, who heard the uh, y'all blow, <laughs> he heard the y'all blow, okay. and he, he wasn't too happy about it. Oh. What up, boys? It's your other boy, Nicky P, <laughs> a.k.a. Nick Pohl. But for what else, me. I just want to say, pro homo, y'all do blow. 2018, so the guy who left you that one voicemail is Avi. Um, so, and probably not a true moonhead. <laughs> Sam. So anyway, I just want to say that I love what you guys are doing on the pod. I'm still uh, waiting for that ring. Uh... Because even though our relationship has only spanned for about three months, uh, we know that uh, because we all went to evangelical universities, that y'all are already late. So, the way I'm bringing <laughs> Magnified Bond for life. Awesome. Many smooches. <laughs> Peace. Best. Love it. So, this is, this is, John, this is not a. This is not a phrase that I've heard before. You know, you've heard you've heard the phrase when people say something like, "Dude, you're I, you look really great." No homo, no yes, homo. Yeah, yeah. But he he said pro homo. Pro homo. I like I've never. It. He's like, yeah, man. I'm like totally like saying. I'm into it. I'm into you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he he follows this voicemail up with a clarification. Well, this is uh, super and uh, <clears throat> embarrassing. Uh, so, I uh, did not listen to the Bob Moon interview before I sent my first voicemail, and I was like, hey, man, I should listen to that interview before I send any voicemail. <laughs> and I didn't, by the way. This is your boy, Nikki P. <laughs> but, obviously, Daniel is a proper moonhead, <laughs> and uh, he definitely pro homo blow. <laughs> so, Daniel, many smooches. John, Andrew, many freaking smooches, my guys. Y'all blow pro homo. <laughs> Love it. Magnified pod for life. Peace. Um, Thanks, buddy. Here's, here's the thing. Um, I am all about... <laughs> Many smooches. Many smooches. <laughs> Many smooches. I'm, into it. I'm super into it. Um, Nikki, our boy Nikki, Nikki P. P. You guys, we we both know that you you bros are proper moonheads. Oh yeah. Um, and but I'm glad that you made sure to follow that up and be like, gotta listen to that. Yeah. That Mooney. Appreciate that it. Mooney app. So appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. the magnified pod for life shout out. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that's how we 
ask all our future voicemail senders to yep. close out. Their if messages. you don't, if you don't end out, end it with magnified <laughs> pod for life. We will not play. We you. will not. No airtime. Nikki so, P, I believe, hailing from Nashville, oh, where my snap. wife just was for a conference. But if we ever make it down there, we'll we'll do a hang. I got a smoochies um, hang. Yeah, <laughs> there will be many smooches. <laughs> I have a. Uh, I have family in tennessee so i i make it down occasionally so yeah. let's do it got a you know nashville's cool cashville if you yeah, will that's right so um and i think i think that's uh those are all the voicemails we got for uh for this week but i do need to follow up on um a previous <laughs> caller that we had okay so um Jen Mandigo. Um, so she, two things. She had um, um, called and we had her uh, voicemail on a previous app. She was talking about the fanfic right. that she didn't, she'd she never written any um, MXPX fanfic, which is a bummer. So here's the first thing. Uh, Jen Mandigo is a psychologist and she right. she's doctor she's a doctor doctor yeah. mandigo yeah so we've, we've not been fully respecting no her position no so we ret- we retract the the untitled yeah um times that we've called you jen so dr mandigo from now from <laughs> yep. now on we will give you you i mean you went to school yeah you, you, earned, that you earned that shit yeah so we do not we will not disrespect our listeners like mm-hmm. this um so, but to speaking of fanfic, speaking of fanfic, John, we so I said that I would definitely have pages. I'm so excited by by this next step, and I did throw something together. Um, Can't wait. So, this is in in the spirit of this app, which is the soaked in alcohol. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it is. So the whiskey. It's part of it. The Renaissance EP yeah. is part of it. Okay. So um, I did not complete a fully formed okay. story, but um, I will I will share. But here's the thing. We have another submission. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have, we have multiple things that we need to get to, but let me just read. So... Listeners, you can just close your eyes, yeah. lay back, and listen to let the story whisk you away yeah. into light a, a, <laughs> light a candle, get in a bath, <laughs> get some like you know, you know, bath beads or a bath bomb or some shit. Yeah, you know, how however you however you can get down with your fanfic. <laughs> I always prefer to be fully submerged fully, in water, <laughs> fully submerged and fully erect. <laughs> That's so, our slogan. That, yep. So, <laughs> magnified pod, fully submerged and fully erect. Um, dot com. So this this is um, I had previously titled it before I I didn't finish it, but I t- entitled it "Tooth and Nailed." Ooh. <laughs> Steamy. The lights are off in the clubhouse. Mike is sitting against the wall, his Takamini acoustic guitar propped up next to him. He lets out a long sigh and grabs the half-empty bottle of bourbon on his right. 
After a momentary pause, he takes a deep pull from the bottle, and then another. It brings momentary satisfaction, but the whiskey is shit. He sets the bottle down and closes his eyes. Mike is lonely. Truly the mayor of Lonesome Town, he thinks. Is that something, he thinks? He bumbles for the neck of his guitar and sets it on his lap. He starts listlessly playing a palm-muted F-sharp minor with his fingers. Minor chords sound super fucking depressing, he thinks, which he is. He plays an E, an A, back to F-sharp minor. Mike sits up a little straighter. He reaches into his front jeans pocket and pulls out a guitar pick. He plays the riff again, but with a little more meaning. A smile forms on Mike's tired face. He doesn't smile much these days, so it seems a little foreign. Mike sets the guitar down and works and works to stand up. He doesn't remember drinking that much whiskey, but it certainly has had the desired effect. He stumbles into the adjacent room and roots around for his song notebook. As he locates it, Mike hears a knock at the front door. He blinks to focus his eyes and looks at the clock. He lost track of time and forgot he made plans. Mike tosses the notebook carelessly into the other room and makes his way to the front door of the clubhouse, flips the lock, and opens the door. Hey, Mike, says Fat Mike, (laughs) unshaven and clearly a little tipsy. Hey, dude, come on in. Need a drink? Or should I say another drink? Fat Mike smiles knowingly. You know I would never turn down a whiskey, Fat Mike says, placing his hand on Mike's shoulder. Been working through a bottle tonight, Mike says. I hope you don't mind that I've been drinking straight from the bottle. Only way I know how, Fat Mike chuckles. The two guys walk into the next room where Mike was strumming his guitar just moments ago. Mike slings the bottle of whiskey to Fat Mike, who adeptly catches it with one hand. Fat Mike notices the Takamini and splayed-out songbook on the floor. Working on something, Fat Mike asks as he takes a swig from the bottle of whiskey. Yeah, just a riff at the moment, Mike says as he runs his hands through his messy hair. Let me hear what you got, Fat Mike insists. Mike shrugs, picks up his acoustic, and begins strumming. Fat Mike takes another swig from the bottle as Mike passionately plays. The two men haven't hung out alone before. It's mostly been at shows. And it was also the first time Fat Mike noticed how truly attractive Mike Herrera is. His eyes scanned Mike's tattooed arms, up his chest, and up to his snake-bitten lips. And that is oh, that man. is all I have. Wow! I, I mean, so if anybody wants whew, to, if anybody wants myself. to pick up where I left off, <laughs> that's beautiful. Feel free. I, so I'm so excited to see what happens next. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, me too. Oh, I didn't. Man. I didn't know. I didn't know what to, where it was going. But somewhere beautiful. Some <laughs> somewhere sexy. Yeah. So speaking, wow. speaking incredible of sexy, stuff. Thank you. Yes, this is truly the the peak of literature. <laughs> hey, Twilight started out as Harry Potter fanfic, so you could have the next great novel in this. <laughs> so what you're saying is, it's like from Harry Potter to Twilight <laughs> to Fifty Shades of Grey, then to whatever the fuck 50 this Fifty Shades is. of Mike's <laughs> Fifty Fifty Shades 50 Mike's of I don't know. <laughs> Yes, yep. that's what I'm saying. Yep. So, um, so I'm assuming you didn't. You didn't. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I, God damn but it. I could never have achieved such beauty. Well, I don't know. We we, we will see momentarily because Daniel Starrett has provided pages. 
Daniel Starrett, MVP of this pod. He is the MVP. So not only did he send some steamy AF um, uh, fucking fanfic, (laughs) but he also sent MXPX-themed, I guess... Fanfic porn t- titles. Yeah, I realize like we've been we've been lumping fanfic in exclusively to like softcore <laughs> sexual, which it's not always, but it doesn't I mean, always need to it's be more fun. But it's uh, slash fic, I believe, might uh, be more what you wrote uh, for today. Well, I mean, it was definitely going to go somewhere dirty. <laughs> I just didn't. It just didn't get there. But he, uh, yes, he came up with some great titles in addition to the pages. And I, I have my top five okay. of, among his titles. Yeah, A, because he, there are many. There are very. B, because I don't feel comfortable <laughs> saying some of them out loud. Okay. So what, are, what would you. All right. Number five. Yeah. The Broken Bone. <laughs> A nod to Broken Bones, obviously. Yes. Number four. Hung Cock Christmas. <laughs> Not to punk rock Christmas. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Yep. Number three, Pokinenia. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's yep. beautiful. Number two, Hands Within Pants. For, <laughs> that would, that's my favorite. That's It was between, so Plans Within Plans, obviously, the playoff. So I kept going back and forth between that and what ended up being my number one, which was Love a Genital for Life in General. <laughs> I just couldn't get over how silly that was. So. It, is, it is super ridiculous. <laughs> we salute you, Daniel, yep. and your absurd commitment to this bit. Yep. yep. <laughs> I, I, I also like... Um, uh, I came in Bremerton, yeah, um, and uh, punk rock ho, and um, let's see what else. Um, he he. So there's the self titled, of course, which he but he called it self pleasured. <laughs> I couldn't figure out exactly what that was a reference to, but yeah, now I got it. Yeah. maybe it was self whatever with a purpose. Yeah. So there's you know. Of course, there's before everything and after, but he has behind, inside, and under. <laughs> so silly. Yes. So thank uh. you. Thank you, Daniel, for um, that. So he has... I can't read... This is like a full short story. <laughs> it's a novella. It's, it is a novella. So I can't read... There's not enough time to read this. the whole thing. So we might have to try and find a way to post this somewhere so everybody can read (laughs) maybe we'll do little portions on our social feeds so people are teased yeah i mean it's a tease all right so this this base is based around the character named jessica who is at a a nmxpx show um and she's watching and she's watching them and um and she is getting super turned on watching, watching Mike sure. on stage, of course. Um, so, so maybe I should, should I just read a little bit of the sure, beginning sure. just to give you a flavor for the, mm. and then I'll get into the end when it really ramps up. Excitement pulsated through Jessica's body to the furious beat of Yuri's maniacal drumming. (laughs) She couldn't believe she was finally seeing her favorite band live. They kicked the show off with her favorite song off their last album, Doing Time, 
and rolled into falling down before slowing it down. And Jessica wished she could be the titular Andrea walking down the dirt road by the bridge with Mike. But she wanted to do more than just talk about a few things. Mm. The crowd was getting rowdy now. And Jessica was enjoying the sweaty body slamming against her as the band rolled into middle name. <sighs> With each titillating collision, she imagined being in the MXPX van. She could picture herself ripping that sexy work shirt off of Tom's wiry body while dorky Yuri watched from the back seat. <laughs> oh, poor Yuri. Too shy to join. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yuri gets vindicated. Oh too shy to join in, but too excited to look away. But Mike, <laughs> oh, Mike Herrera, such oh, a beautiful man in his skull and crossbones shirt, sweating like a motherfucker as he crooned, do your feet hurt from the stage? And Jessica knew she wasn't the only girl who was thinking of the things they would let that hot piece of ass do to them. If only he'd leave a message on their machines. Wow. So... Already, Daniel's <laughs> writing is just so much more fucking hilarious than mine. Well, I different, was different goals. It was different. Yeah. yeah. So can't wait uh, to bring our wives into the next <laughs> into this madness. Cheers, Daniel. Yeah. Um, you you have a if your career as a um, as a steamy as a lawyer doesn't work out, yeah. you will uh, have a career. Um, I, uh, yeah, I may not have submitted pages, but I did do a little research. Okay. The best I could find for MXPX-related fanfic existing already was one about an anime show called First Day of the Rest of Our Lives, in which the song featured prominently. Sure, sure. But the band was not a part of it. Uh, there's also one called Chick Magnet about oh. a different anime show. <laughs> Lots of anime <laughs> fanfic anime. Uh, Japan? Bacon. Is it all? They're all like made in Japan, or I assume, yeah, maybe that's racist or something. <laughs> but, um, well, I, I don't know. I don't know how many American-made anime shows there are. Yeah, I didn't. I'll save it for future. A very special pod about MXPX anime, but um, <laughs> no, this one was called Chick Magnet. Okay, taken from the song, but not about it. So this is this is clearly the most. Uh, explicitly mxpx in more ways than one uh, fanfic that's ever seen the light of day yeah so we might need to world. we might need to leave a a warning <laughs> yeah i mean we, are, we already have the e so all right so next up we will be talking about the delicious anchor about <laughs> that's good <laughs> Nope, we're 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 bringing our booze in to talk about booze. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, coming up, we got we got booze on booze. <laughs> no, booze and booze. Booze and booze. Booze and booze. Coming Be- up on the pod. Coming up on pod. We got we got. It's time to know y'all boo. Now you boo. Now you boo. Uh oh, someone don't know. know they boo. Someone don't know boo. No, they boo. This is de-escalating quickly. (laughs) (laughs) This transition is double gold. And we're back. So, John, for the first time on the pod... Very special episode. This is a very special episode of Magnified Pod. We got our spouse pod, spouse pod, <laughs> wife pod. Yeah. We um. So why don't you 
<laughs> introduce my my lovely wife Jenny is sitting to the right of me. Say hello. Hello. Yeah. And my wife Dana is sitting to the right of me. Hi. So um, Jenny and Dana have both been on the pod by not as guests, but just by soundbite. Sure. Jenny was on our last one by prompting um, your son to, <laughs> to say punk's not dead. Obviously. <laughs> and... And Dana was on an episode, one of the earlier episodes, when she walked in on us oh, yeah. recording, and That's good. she gave us a dip, shared some chips, shared some some chips and dip. That's great. Um, and I think there might have been an episode when we were where she was sitting on the couch and she yeah. like applauded, la- <laughs> applauded at our 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 brilliant discourse. Yes. Yeah. That, we have we have a very high standards for uh, the dialogue, as. You can note from our previous segment with okay. our fanfic. Yeah. So uh, in this segment, we're going to be trying the three Anchor Valley wines. Here we are. What is Anchor Valley wine, mm. you might ask? This is the wine company started by Mike and Holly Herrera and Joe Moxley. So it's a sort of a blending of the... Anchors of Bremerton, Washington, and Rogue Valley um, in Oregon, Southern which is, Oregon. I guess it's the vineyards in Rogue Valley in Oregon are known for um, their grapes, and th- those grapes and have been won a bunch of awards. And, uh, they're some of my favorite grapes. They're, what are and, some of your favorite grapes? <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, you guys should, this should be their commercial. This is just <laughs> from the selling. Valleys of Bremerton. From, from the, to from the Southern Oregon. Yes, this is. Grapes. To the tasting sites of Magnified Pied West Studios. Yes. <laughs> magnified Pied. We should do a Magnified Pied episode where we do all pies. It's all. It's, it's a, I was putting together the studio's label in my head while I was talking and I couldn't do it. What's your favorite? Punk pie you've well, ever. Well, it's it'd probably have to be a pie with Oregon grapes. There you go. So everybody loves a grape pie, right? If Anchor Valley could send us a pie after this episode, <laughs> I think we would all. I would like it. I would like a Pinot Noir pie, please. Yeah. So if yeah, you want to I mean, order one of these beautiful wines, you simply head to AnchorValleyWine.com. Yep. As That's what did, I did because we didn't get it for free, and <laughs> as, as we, as all of our listeners know, John does not give a shit unless it's free. I would like some swag, please. That's all I'm saying. He's he's about the spawn con. How many? We have been down this road been before. Spawning their con so much, and uh, yep, we've spent many hours on this band. I just want some wine. <laughs> That's all he wants. <laughs> so okay, so there are three currently three varietals mm-hmm. available. There's a Pinot Gris. Boom. There's a Pinot Noir Rosé. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Pinot Noir. So the Pinot Gris is the wine that won the double gold. So, John, do you know what double gold means? Tell me. So double gold is something that in, in a competition a is a wine that has received a gold medal from every judge. So I guess if... Um, the, during the tasting, the judges have independently awarded the wine a gold. Then it receives double gold. So that seems kind of like a big deal. That's pretty good. That's it's not some 
you know, garbage bullshit wine that's going to be, you know, get some like bronze metal. Yeah. No, we don't, they don't, they don't mess with the bronze, Mm-mm. with the bronze over there Pure at Anchor Rowett. Double, double gold. So that's, that's the one we're going to go with first. My understanding with wine, um, since I am um, a professional drinker, yeah. uh, you got to start light first. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to start out high with... Yeah, there we go. There it is. Um, with the Pinot Gris. So, and I don't know about you, but I I think that the art, you know, it doesn't have... It's cool. It's a cool, cool label. I like the label. I remember Dana had commented when we, when it came in and it came in in the box and it had a pretty it has the like sort of metallic shiny mm. label um so um let's let's we're going to be honest that there are people in the room who prefer reds mm. some are into <laughs> the whites yep and um a little racist yeah, I know. What the hell? But uh, some rosé all day, so... Uh, there you go. <laughs> that's true. Rosé brings all of us together. Yeah, that's... It's... I'm, I mean, I'm checking I, out the, the legs here. Do you, Are there legs on my, whites? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've done multiple wine country tours, mm-hmm. and, like, Ooh. every time at the end of several hours of hearing about the legs and getting... Yeah nose in there and the notes i'm still like mm, yes this one is red <laughs> and i believe this is a white yes yeah like, um, i feel like i can tell when it's like a good quality wine but like i yeah. couldn't tell you anything beyond so that. some of the notes that they say mm, um the, well, let, the let's, bouquet let's cheers to anchor valley yeah first, anchor guys. valley even though this wasn't free yeah what the hell hmm Fruity? Are there some fruity notes? There. <laughs> Is there it's any def- grapes? It's definitely white. Okay. <laughs> um, so they talk about the bouquet, so the, the aroma. White nectarine, honey, wet stone. Oh, yeah. Definitely some wet stone. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I like I my can stone super I can wet. It's like, um, it smells like a castle, just like a, like a wet stone castle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, a it's, storm. It's, Game it's, of Thrones up in here. Yeah, it's, you know, like after... You know, like the waves crashing against a, like a like an Irish. <laughs> Save it for the fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. MXPX is playing a show in a castle. <laughs> in a castle would go <laughs> with wet stone. The stone is so wet. Um, so Meyer lemon and apple flesh on the on the palate. <laughs> apple flesh. That's weird. That's that's one way of just saying it tastes like apples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What 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 are thoughts? What do you guys think? I personally I'm a fan of of like a crisp, yeah, uh fruity white, not not sweet mm-hmm. white white wines. I'm about a dry uh, a dry yeah. but fruity um white. What do you got? What do you both think? I think your mom would like this wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mom's wine, everyone. Like... Your mom will love it. Anchor Valley wine. Um, I always try to think it. My mom is a big Chardonnay mm-hmm. fan. That's her jam. So okay. I'm always like trying to remember, like, what is she like? And mm-hmm. I think dry and fruity is correct. Well, mm-hmm. well Chardonnay tends to be like oaky and, yeah, and, and she buttery. She likes the buttery ones. Yeah, maybe. that's Chardonnay. It's hard to remember. But I'm, I like a, I'm a big, 
uh, Sauvignon Blanc mm-hmm. fan. That's my big Sauv head. I'm a Sauv head for sure. <laughs> and so, but this 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 kind of hits that that sweet spot because it's not like it's not like gross fruity mm-hmm. sweet. But I'm I'm totally into it. This would be good like on a picnic in the summer yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, on a on a warm on a warm day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not many of those left. We're no. m- moving into fall. Yeah. I am not always a fan of white, but I actually like this. Oh yeah, wow, good. that it's is nice. a that is high praise. Right yeah, it's double that, gold. That is high. That is triple gold. Would for, this count as like? Are we judges? Like yes. What, okay. Sure. So, yep. So this is quadruple gold. Yeah. You're as far welcome. As, I'm concerned. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> This is quadruple gold, Pinot Gris. Let's get, let's get this. Swish gotta, it around. You got to aerate it. Mm-hmm. Got to get that. Mm-hmm. Get in the mic there, mm-hmm. John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People don't like to listen to this? <laughs> Wait, it's so weird. What's the problem? <laughs> I don't, what's the deal? What's wrong? Jenny, what's what's the problem? I can just feel it over your teeth. Anchor Valley Wine, you'll feel it over your teeth. Anchor Valley Wine, your mom loves it. Mom likes to feel it over the teeth. I don't know. We've already had too much of other alcohol so far. I've had nothing. Okay, Okay, we'll have some more. No, no, no. I had some earlier, didn't I? Okay. Okay. Didn't I have some at a dinner party? Whatever, anyway. Would you like some more of this? No, 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 no. no. I'm saying in general. Magnified pod. We are all drunk already. (laughs) Um, Let's move on to the Pinot Noir Rosé. Rosé is in my way. Rosé. Is what it should be called. (laughs) That is, yeah. So we, we, John and I had all of our Anchor Valley MXPX-based wine names that we wish that they could have used, but they um, went with a more class. So some of the some of the wine titles that we were alluding to. So John had rosés in my way. Um, Your problem, my Gewurztraminer. <laughs> yeah. Small town vines. Pinot, my house. Be there. Time brings champagne. Riesling strong. Beaujolais so low, and you make gris gris. <laughs> um, but then a bunch of listeners wrote in. Thanks, listeners. Thanks. Yeah. I this, think we did say some of these did previously. Because we, um, we have Ooh, Under Lock and Mead, which is really, which is really, really good. Response of Pinot Gris was one of my favorites. <laughs> um, yep. I saw Muscatified Plaid in there. I like that. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, Move too, to Sauvignon. Yeah, too much, too much drinking, which is really good. good. Move to Sauvignon might be that's pretty great. Might be one of the best. Um, slowly going the way of the Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> really good. I also today's in my Cabernet is that's also pretty, pretty good. good. Yep. So um, you know, Anchor Valley still up for grabs. We'll take uh, yeah. We'll take some of that. Um, SpawnCon, yeah, throw throw it our way. So the Pinot Noir Rosé, mm. um, let's pour some of these. As we pour Ooh. some of this rosé, this is uh, a some ASMR right here. Yeah. Next, I want you to <laughs> think pour what kind of wine you like. Pour the wine into Are the you, glass. Yes. Unfamiliar with ASMR? No idea. It's these videos online where it's supposed to like soothe you and release some brain chemicals. Where it's often like. People whispering and with some special sounds. You don't like it? Um, it's, yeah, people people get weirded out by some of like the ASMR stuff. 
because it's like not only is it sort of like pseudo kind of sensual but like there's a lot of like food stuff too sure. there's like this one where this like woman is like eating crunchy pickles <laughs> that's a little weird and just like i i can't really get down with um pickle crunch chewing sounds that really just swishing around wine. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm purely i'm purely swishing well you're not chewing no, I'm not chewing. Not yet. We got pretzels over there to clear our palates. <laughs> That's true. Um, but let's let's see. Let's see what the um, the Pinot Noir Rosé. Nice body. Let's, let's see if it has any wet stone in here. <laughs> um, they uh, bursts of juicy watermelon, sunripe strawberry, Ooh. bright acidity. Ooh. It is expressive to say the least. Ooh. Dive into the layers of sexy summer fruits whoa, whoa. Really and sexy? sip You're the done. day away. Wow. <laughs> I like it. It says sip the day away with an exclamation sip point. Sip the day away. It's I, not top of the muffin it. to you. I have a question <laughs> before we begin. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Julia. Um, <laughs> or you. Elaine, yes. shall we say? Yeah. Do, are men typically... Um, Threatened. <laughs> do, do men typically enjoy the rosé? Are they broadening their market mm. with this array mm. of... Perhaps. Wines is you know my what? question. Let's, Do men respond to sexy wines? You know, <laughs> well, I think to? I think Wine they should sexy, because yeah. you shouldn't. If your if your male, if your masculinity is so fragile that you can't drink a rosé, first off, get it together. Second, you're missing out on rosé. So you could just call it brosé. Brosé. <laughs> point for Jenny. Yeah. I, I mean, in, in Sweden, all of them are drinking pink wine, right? There you yeah, go. in Sweden. D- bros have been wearing pink and drinking pink generations. Yeah. Well, yeah, come on, pink was originally a color for boys. That's true until the fifties, I yep. believe. Yep, yep. J- Jenny coming in with the history lesson. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> You're welcome. Love it. You're welcome, men. Uh, so uh, rosé does <laughs> seem to be a thing that has like taken off recently as like a thing, right? Well, it's like it's an like... anthem. It's like on every like other T-shirt. Yeah. And like... I I also I'm a fan. This is a um, the lighter it's a lot. I mean, rose tent, not rose, but pinot. This is a pinot grape, and pinot grapes tend to have like a lighter body. So this is a very light bodied yeah. rose. But I like I like sparkling rose. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of my jam. I'm into I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> Dana's laughing. At Dana's. You. <laughs> I'm right. just a fan. Everybody. This is this is the, the uh, this is a the, our last episode. <laughs> I've been, the wives. I've been shamed into the wives are always welcome. Yeah. I awesome. was really uh, excited about this watermelon and these kind of. It made me feel like maybe a sour beer was coming, something like that. And mm. this is not that. No, no, it's... I don't dislike it. Much like um, Secret Weapon, perhaps. <laughs> Are, no, you I saying, do dislike this, are you saying this is the secret <laughs> weapon of, of wine? Of these two, it, it's more secret weapon. Pinot um, Gris is like the teenage politics so far. I don't understand <laughs> that, but I like this better. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Well, I actually here's... think I like the last one better than this one. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. Interesting. Some hot takes. So, um, so gentlemen, this, I um, not I, your fave. No, not my fave. I will. I actually, I would probably say I'm. I. Um, the Pinot Gris is is my favorite yeah. of of these two. Yeah, hmm. I mean it's a double gold for a reason. Am I right? Yeah. How many oh. golds does this thing win? But how um, many times is the word "sexy" used to describe the first one? I mean, Zero. Fair points. But the problem is, is I don't have any. I'm not. Don't get any whetstone in the bouquet. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I need a little more whetstone to really get um, the full gold. So, 
John, I think this might be a good a good time to Transition. ask ask um, our wives. Yeah. When did you first hear of MXPX? Mm. Dana? <laughs> I usually have a really good memory of these things, but I don't know. I think that it would be on a mixtape that Andrew made. That By tape, right. I mean CD when we were dating. He made me something long ago when we were dating mm-hmm. called the Appreciation Album. And I yes. thought, that's so sweet. He loves me so much and uh. appreciates me. He wants to express <laughs> his love. No, no. If you are to date this future podcast host, mm. you must be familiar with this array of music. That's, but, that is definitely the intention I had. <laughs> and I'm definitely not coming off like a douche in this story. He's a wonderful man. No. But I have been a very supportive, uh, non-punk-raised spouse, and I've learned a lot. And so I did watch, if we can jump to the future, I did watch the first music video of the album and cried. I was very moved. I thought it was wonderful. I thought, look at this this punk youth and this married punk man with a baby. I get that story, and I support it. I said that I showed it to Jenny, and she said, cool, and walked away. Well, unlike Dana, I did not need you to introduce me. To That's them. true. See, well, yeah, no. you found MXPX okay, yeah. so all on your own. Let's see if Dana remembers this story. The story mm. that I've told now twice right. on the pod <laughs> about her. The, the third time, the second time on this episode. Um, it was when we first met. I, um, we were in the arts and crafts cabin at Squanto, and I sexiest cabin. <laughs> it's it is. The sexiest um, of the Squanto um, cabins, I guess. So, I played. I put on the Life in General CD and played "Do Your Feet Hurt," and because I thought this was a, I, I wanted to say that this is like, in like an emotional, a uh, love song, and it was like something that I had felt like. This would convey that I care about you, and and it's early love language was punk music. Yeah. Yes, and totally. I don't remember you. That was that was probably your first introduction. I do have a vague memory of of a small boombox yeah. and playing. Yes, did yes. you hold it above your head? I don't believe so. Cusack style. But I did not. It was not a say anything Cusack mm-hmm. style moment. I have learned a lot in our fifteen years of being together. Yeah, and so. It's okay with me if you introduce me to things, and I learn more that way. As we've talked about on the pod, Dana may not have grown up with punk, but she certainly espouses punk ideals. I am living it, people. She is punk AF. I'm not joking. That's for real. That's so nice. (laughs) Yep, she sticks it. She sticks it to the man every day on Twitter. Constantly, people. (laughs) Jenny, meanwhile, grew up more punk than me, and I thought I was pretty punk. So. But I didn't have my hair dyed anything crazy. You, know? yeah, you had did some you, crazy colors. Did you have a ball chain necklace or frosted tips? You had. Tell us about some of your looks. Your looks. I don't want us to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you um, had very punk uh, are you, we, aesthetics. What do you, yeah, I want you to comment on my fashion. Well, I wasn't around for the I know, high school you, years, but, but I saw some sweet say pictures with some different hair, some short hair, girls That's with true. a pretty smile. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also did like the blue, like the different color eyeliner. Were you a short hair? Were you a short haired girl with a pretty smile, or Mm -hmm. were you a level headed girl with a pretty smile? Both. Dang. Oh, John, you got the full package, bro. That's why we boot up. Well, the reason I got a short haired (laughs) 
cut was because I had dreads for a little while. Oh, snap. And then they got really gross. I have a question. Is dreads punk? (laughs) Not necessarily, but being dirty. They're alternative. And they were pretty dirty. But here's the thing. Um, For our um, Magnified Pod listeners down under, Frenzelrom. Some real dreads in that. Yeah, lead singer Frenzelrom. He's got mad dreads. Less than Jake. Some dreads in Yes, less than Jake, yeah. Uh, no uh, effects. Uh, Stinky n- Tom, or yep, whatever his n- name is. <laughs> Dreads. Stinky <laughs> Tom. Isn't that his name? Tom. It is. It is not Stinky Tim. Tom. It's Tim. Um, I'm gonna. Cl- I'm gonna uh, clear my palate here with mm-hmm. some pretzels. Um, do you want to talk about heart and soul? At all? It's Eric. It's Eric sure. Melvin. Eric, yes, he talks about being stinky in a couple of. I can oh, be called yes, stinky. <laughs> What did you call him? Stinky Tom. <laughs> Stinky Tom. <laughs> well, sure. Jenny's going to talk about her youth with a mouthful of pretzels. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went to something called DCLA. Did anyone here go to DCLA? I did not. I think it was like Youth for Christ, Campus Crusade for Christ, something like that. But it was either in D.C. or L.A. and it was every three or four years. So I went... Hence in DCLA. Ni- yeah, they're really creative. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to LA in 97, <clears throat> and I got to see the OC Supertones. Oh, snap. And that was pretty sweet. And then, so I got into punk via via Christian ska. Okay. The, the only way. Uh-huh. Well, it's kind of like our drinking tonight. You start out with the light, and then you, <laughs> you like, go. add on. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started out with, like, Supertones, and... Five iron. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then straight started, to black tar heroin. To- <laughs> <laughs> AKA Ballydass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was into them for a while. Um, I think we all were. Yeah. But like the thing you guys talked about in the first episode with the pamphlet or whatever, oh, yeah. where yes. it was like, if you like Nine Inch Nails, you'll love right. POD or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I definitely was raised in the era of you burn all your CDs that are not Christian. Yeah. Did you ever do that? I did not do that. Did you? I, I was in the world, but I was not of the world. Oh, oh, you definitely have to tell everybody about um, uh, the Lazy Susans. No, I do not. Please. Okay, I'll tell it for no, you. No, what is <laughs> Jenny's sounds... Jenny's high school band? Oh yes, was incredible. Like fict- like fan band. Well, like, not real. You had some real lyrics. I I was the songwriter of a band that what? no one played any instruments. <laughs> Just, but give us some of the lyrics well, to Natural Blonde, your yeah. your biggest hit. It was our, well, I'm not gonna sing it. Please do. We love no. singing on the pod. Do you, yeah, we Would you like some more rose? Yeah, maybe yes. inspire. Are you a natural blonde? Do you dye your hair with Revlon? Do you always listen to society's ways or do you listen to the father who made this place? Yes. yes. See yes. why I married this woman. Oh man. Society's this is, ways. This is this is some teenage <laughs> politics oh, shit right yeah. here. Yes. So yeah, so it was just around that time that I like, I feel like once you get into that world, you just become absorbed. Yeah. And then my like high school, one of the three high school youth groups that I went to, because I was super C times three. We used to say that all the time. Same Z's. Did you go to this place too? 
Did you go to Heart and Soul? Of course I did. Yeah. So yeah. So I started going there. Young and punk. Yeah, in the Chicago Chicago area. area. You probably know. You went to Heart and Soul Cafe. Did you two ever meet? When did you meet? I don't think so. We. Did you just meet at North Park? Yes. Mm -hmm. We. Yeah. We. We were in the same scene, but I don't think we ever Mm -hmm. bumped. We. We were probably, we probably in the, were there. We were probably in this yeah. the room at the same time, but never knew each other. Yeah, yeah. So Heart and Soul was like '90s style, like coffee shop, cafe, yep. and then they had shows, and then on Saturday night they had like a service, but it was like punk rock. The the politics of Heart and Soul um, leaned a little bit uh, right yeah. in. Um, but I feel like that was more from a, I don't even know. Cause I feel like they're the people that I know that started it are actually like rather progressive. Okay. But there's just that. But the, theo- the theology, fear. like, I feel like there was, there were times when I was there where they're like, let's have, you Be know. slain in the spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sort of like the laying hands of like, of like. You know, healing yeah. and stuff. Charismatic. And that's and, yeah, true. There's, there's yeah, some yeah. charismatic stuff that's going true. on during like the Saturday night worship. But then, you know, other days it was like they'd have. I mean, how often did Squad Five O play there? <laughs> oh my god! I there, they were like they were like the, existence. The, it's not in existence anymore. No, um, Squad Five O was pretty much the house band. <laughs> I feel like they <laughs> that's were there. Awesome. They were there. So Water much. Deep. I saw Water Deep there. A POD. Yeah. Skillet. Um, uh, Project 86. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did MXPX ever play there? I don't, I don't think, so. think so. They were too, I think they were too, maybe too big. Mike, yeah. let us know. Yeah, yeah Mike. Yeah. Shoot us up. Mike. What's your favorite MXPX show memory? Cornerstone? Tell us about Cornerstone. Oh, yeah, my cause, gosh. Yeah, because Jenny was not on the pod for the Cornerstone app, which was the slowly going the way of the Buffalo app. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just said that you reported that it was stinky. Hot, dirty, hot, so hot, hot as hell. Because you were in the middle of Bushnell, Illinois. No, it was like yeah, it was a field. It was there was no there was no relief. From did you go? Yeah, yeah. I went for a handful of times. So you also didn't meet there. We also did not meet there. Well, you might have met me because I was literally I had sun poisoning and I was like vomiting on like the third day. Maybe that's why I hated it so much. No, while you saw third day. Christian band I saw jokes. Jesus <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember who I saw. Yeah, I'm sure I saw MXPX there. That feels. I was in high school and I'm like shocked now as a parent that I my know, parents right? let me go because yeah. I'm like, like, it kind of got it got crazy and I, yeah, like. <laughs> Sorry, briefly interject. My French bulldog is snorting <laughs> audibly right now. Hold on. What do you What do you have to say? <laughs> She was at a lot of the early uh, 2000s shows, but she fell off after before everything. Me or the dog? <laughs> the dog. Okay. Yeah, Harriet. Well, Harriet I, I will was just a say that I remember. Huge MXPX head back in the, in the late 90s. Continue. No, I don't know. I just was going to say that I remember being less at like MXPX shows, but like some more of like the hardcore shows. I would like get into the pit and I look yeah. back and I'm like. I don't know. Like, I wasn't doing anything. I don't know what, what like, possessed me you to, like... You were ripping it up. Yeah. It was just, femini- of- it was just feminism. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> well, who were some of those bands? Oh, babe. Um, 
Yeah. Officer Negative, anybody? Um, I, remember I, mean, I remember Officer that. Negative. I'm, yeah. um, I'm trying to think of hardcore bands. I'm sure we've talked about um, all of these at some point. I don't know. Not hardcore, but like, didn't Living Sacrifice play? They played, at, probably. At Stave Saker probably played. Stave Saker. You know what? I listened to Stave Saker some recently. I was not into Stave Saker back in the 90s because... No. I was a decidedly punk kid, and Stavesacre was more metal-y. in the, well, not even metally. They were like, I guess they might be in the vein of like alternative rock. They were sure. more, they were more mm-hmm. rock. They might, they might fall into the category of like almost being kind of like Tool, sure, or something like that. But I've listened to their one of their albums recently, and they're actually really good and i don't think i gave them enough yeah. i was never mm-hmm. huge into them but i i always stave saker revisit yeah i i i think we i think we all do yeah. because they released an album last year they're still wow, really yeah I mark i think it's mark solomon i think Sounds i'm getting right. i'm getting think i'm getting that right um yeah we should uh Is it pino time it's pino Pinot i saw jennifer knapp Noir. in high school for the i record. saw jennifer knapp at oh. cornerstone she right before she came out. And then I saw Jennifer Knapp in college, or post-college, after she came out. Wow. And I thought that was cool, and I bought her album, and I shook her hand and spoke oh, to her. Oh, did you? Because um, she had Thanked a, her for sharing, because it yeah. was really brave. Because that was a, like, I don't know. That, she was like one of the first yeah. people from like Christian world, the evangelical Christian world, to come out. Right? I I think so. I mean, I don't think, I can't think of... I, th- I can think of the the most analogous person I can think of would be somebody like Amy Grant, who got a divorce and was like shunned sh- shunned mm-hmm. by the Christian community. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you the interview is locked? <laughs> I'm going to be interviewing Amy Grant for the next. Oh, it is <laughs> nice. So, can you can you tease. please tell her that I loved her as a child? <laughs> no, we'll do. Can you, can you tell, tell her, her that I had a laser I... disc of her concert and can you, I memorized can, every movie? John, can I give you my Amy Grant Christmas album to have her sign? So it's Christmas themed. Uh, this this interview because she's got a new Christmas special coming out. John, you did not answer one. my damn uh, question. The answer is no because it's a phone interview. So oh fuck. I buy it. My bad. <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> my bad. Well, you're just doing. Dana has she, something yeah, to say. she was gonna say pod, and she's like pie. You said bed, and you meant to say pod. Yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say that when I saw Jennifer Knapp the second time, she talked about how there was a an older couple that she really admired, and she really had a hard time um, telling them her truth. And what I remember from her story is that she said. I think she thought they would be very unaffirming. Mm. But when she shared with them, I think they were, or maybe they came around. And Mm. so the message from the story was, this being a very progressive podcast (laughs) with progressive listeners, I'm Mm -hmm. assuming. The point was... (laughs) (laughs) The point was, share with people and give them the opportunity to hear you. Yeah. As that being a kind of a a change agent and a... um, like, would don't you say that that's punk rock. Yeah, I, I would. would speak your truth. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but giving people, um, you know, don't judge everybody before you yeah. let right. them hear you or yeah. let them interact with something right. new. Wasn't so I like, thought that was very give, give them the give them the opportunity to surprise you. Yeah, something like that's that. Cool. That's good. Yeah, I like that. You know what else is good? 
Pinot Noir. Pinot well, should we Noir. start a Jennifer Knapp podcast? I'm, like, is I'm, that what's... The Knappcast is coming, <laughs> and I am down. John. Because I feel like I would... You know they say, like, write what you know, but I've recently heard, like, write what you would be interested in learning. Mm. And I'm like, I would want to like learn that. more about... Let's her journey. Out. Let's get her yeah. on Is Good. she? Did she write a book or anything? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. We'll did follow she? up. Yeah. Okay. She, so I can John, only assume she'll be on the pod. Because John, John, and I already have like Several 90, 90 different pods. <laughs> so we already have the Defla pod. I'm 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 convinced this is we're gonna do a special episode of the Defla pod. We have to do Defla pod. Defleppod. pod. Def Leopard. No, I understand. I'm just trying to like break it down. Like, I think it's, it's not that clever. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! You sound like some of our listeners. Yeah. Um, so Pinot Noir is typically a light body red, as I was saying, um, but this is. It says that this is on the more bold end of the spectrum, um, but has cranberry and currant. Oh notes. my goodness! Who writes these things? <laughs> Mike. That. <laughs> Um, the refined tannic finish is yeah. exceptionally elegant. Gun smoke. That's gun what I'm smoke. addressing. There's gun smoke. Gun smoke. This I do is detect no. some, um, Joe Mox- amendment hey, rights. Hey, yeah. hey, Joe Moxley, who writes the copy yeah. for Anchor Valley Wine? We'll get him, we'll get him on the pod. <laughs> get him on the pod. Uh, and are yeah. women drawn into a description of gun smoke? This mm. is my question. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, this is, um... This is more my, my style. This is more my, my speed. Uh, yeah. Pinot Noirs tend to be kind of hit or miss for me. Yeah. Because I they they can kind of be a little too too light hmm. for me. I like to have a more... I agree. More, more of a cab. I'm, I'm more of a cab sav. Yeah, me too. Um, fan. I'll do, I'll do a Malbec. I'll do a Merlot. Yeah. I typically don't lean towards uh, a Pinot because they're, they're not as... But this, this has... This has the. Does, I got the. Got I, got, nose in there. I got the cranberry. I got the mm. cranberry in there for sure. I would say Pinot Noir, Roseanne Barr. Listen to Tom Berenger. <laughs> 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 this is not the first time we've referenced Pinot Noir from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on the pod. No, it's not. Um, what do you What do you both think? This is my favorite. Of yeah, the me three. too. I like this. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't care for the gun smoke reference. <laughs> yeah, that's a little I don't weird. like to be associated with <laughs> violence like, in any way. It smells like backwards Hashtag policy vegan. and um, sort yep. of. Uh, um, anyway. Reven- yeah. Pinot Noir, smoke a cigar. Revenge can be spectacular. <laughs> I have to. I had. Um, worse, here's the. Oh, yeah. Pinot Noir, caviar, Myanmar, mid sized car. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why the Gris won some awards. Like yes. This is complex. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the, the Noir is just more. The Noir is just more my style. <laughs> That's how I said it. <laughs> I just like this Noir. It's really good. It's, it's good wine. So basically we finished three bottles in <laughs> <Yep>. ten minutes. <laughs> good job, us. Did anybody have any um, additional MXPX or uh, wine-related thoughts? I just remember a rumor in high school that when MXPX toured, they filled their bathtub with ice cubes and beer. And I remember all of us were scandalized by (laughs) such a rumor that they were drinking on tour. Oh, my. Mike. Bathtubs full of ice and beer. (laughs) 
like thought, that they liked their beer cold. <laughs> that, was, that was the scandal. That was what scandalized I, 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 you. I remember where I was when I just. Oh my! This I remember. Was, this is traumatizing <laughs> for you. I can still smell the scent of. No, I remember. I was in a Wendy's. <laughs> wow. Big potato, um, yeah. frosty. Because you were next door. Because I was next door to Heart and Soul. <laughs> Heart, and Soul. <laughs> Heart and Soul was next door to a Wendy's. So um, pretty much everybody at Heart and Soul ate Wendy's. Ugh, like oh, all the time. Great life. The so time. Get slain in the spirit and go get a frosty. It's the best life. <laughs> I, Saturday um, night. Hashtag best life. <laughs> I remember somebody saying, uh, I smoked, or I saw somebody smoke a joint with MXPX after a show once. Mm. And like, just being like, I I don't know how to process that, right. <laughs> but it was probably true. <laughs> I think, I think at a certain point in my life, that kind of news probably would have <laughs> rocked your world, destroyed me. Would you have prayed for them? Um, probably or just dismissed them. Yeah, just lost cause at that point. I no, I don't. I think it probably would have made me sad. <laughs> I think it probably would have like hurt me. I yeah. have a question for you both. Yes. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've addressed this on the podcast previously, but being that from high school years, you had such deep respect for Mike Carrera, and he was a role model who had tattoos. Mm -hmm. Is he someone who helped both of you to feel like tattoos are not a bad thing, but a Mm -hmm. cool thing or a good thing? Well, do you have tattoos? I have, I have. Here's my story. (laughs) (laughs) So Andrew and I were together, and we want. I wanted to be with him, and um, spontaneously, impulsively, he got a tattoo, and I, and we were apart. He had gone on a trip to California, and I was talking on the phone to his friend, and you had it before he did, I think, because I had seen yours, and I was like, oh, some people have Christian tattoos. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't grow up knowing anybody with tattoos, but my image of a tattoo was like, that's what um, men have, like, creepy shoulder tattoos, and... <laughs> Or like skulls or mom or something, and it's only <laughs> leather dudes who go to bars. I right, had no right, idea. Right. Yeah. Um, so I thought this is weird. Andrew gets this tattoo. Yes. And I haven't seen it yet, but I'm speaking to a friend of ours on the phone who's with Andrew, and I said, "What do we tell our non-existent future children?" <laughs> because he has something on his body now. Oh my gosh, this is a big that, deal. He has something on his body now. <laughs> That's not how I said it, but, like, I was afraid, you know, tattoos are bad. What does this mean? But our wise friend said something really wonderful, and he said, well, they'll know that their father is so committed to peace that he has marked it on his body. That's cool. Yes, so that was paradigm changing for me. So I'm asking. Is that what the tattoo is? Yeah, it's a symbol of broken rifles. Anti-flag. Yeah, we we were going to post some of these. Tat picks. Yeah. But my, I need to now. My question for you both is, yeah. do you remember consciously having Mike as a role model being someone who showed you that tattoos were cool yeah. or symbolized something that you valued? In so fact, we, we've so, talked about this on the pod already. Okay. Numerous times. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Those are episodes no, I haven't only heard. only we listened, Dana. <laughs> I've heard no. several. No. So this is, this is, this is, that is a, thank you for sharing for that, that story. But, um, because it was, I, I, that was one of the stories that I do remember where I was standing at the moment because it was one of those like moments for me as well, because it was sort of a shifting moment for you. And I was there with Ezekiel when you were talking on the phone with him, I passed my phone to him to talk to you because you were concerned, but 
The... Don't laugh, guys. <laughs> no, I, no, I was laughing at his poor I'm choice. I'm laughing at his uh, description. Mm-hmm. No, but... So, Mike Herrera, MXPX, on the cover. John and I addressed this episode one. We've addressed it probably in other episodes, but we definitely addressed it on the cover. Um, that how cool... And sexy Mike looks <laughs> in this picture. Much I'm, like the rosé? Yes, exactly. it is. <laughs> much like one, Jenny. very rosé It is. Uh, Mike is like oh, a Just opening sexy... this, I feel like I am transported to high school. This is crazy. <laughs> yep. It's So Mike, Mike has had tattoos, like exclusively since I've... I don't think I've... He's not had tattoos since I've been... Buying their records, so I just had another space moment. Sorry, <laughs> let's, hear, let's it. hear it. Drop the drop the. Oh, that I truth. just literally had a flashback in my mind to the chick magnet video and uh-huh. how many times me and my friends would do the like take your like pinky oh yeah and like and your pointer finger and lick that uh-huh. like and put them to your tongue over and your then eyebrows put them to your eyebrows and go about, like we would do that and then you do the like yeah over to the. We did that, and we were like girls. I don't know. I just I have not thought about that in years. It's a great but video. Yeah, I was into Mike. Oh, sorry, honey. I'm into Mike. No. I was into Mike, and my best friend was this... into Tom. Okay, yeah, here's Tom. here's the thing. I'm into Yuri. Uh, no one is into. <laughs> oh, this is not sorry. the first time even on this Edit episode. That out. No, <laughs> sorry, that's we've me. already discussed this on this. You know what? Episode. As I'm looking at him now, like if I was his mom, I would be proud. <laughs> In conclusion, Anchor Valley Wine, good for moms. Yuri, proud uh, by his mom. Good for Anchor Valley. The mom take by Jenny. Anchor Valley, good for moms, good for Yuri. Mike Sorry. is hot. Tom, also hot. Yuri, bet his mom is proud of him. <laughs> We've already decided Yuri is never coming on the pod, so it's oh, fine. Oh, man. See, when he wasn't a Christian, right? That was also the controversy. Whoa, no, I've never I, heard this. I've never heard this. Sounds like what? a rumor. This sounds like some Hit us straight with the gossip. Oh, What's I heard that Yuri was not a Christian. Hot goss? I don't believe that's correct. I don't know about I... this. Is this the bathtubs full of ice people? <laughs> <laughs> These are the same people who were I... scandalizing you with. I'm pretty sure I heard that he was not a Christian. Because hmm. well, only. He yeah, is I don't now. Know. He is now. That's cool. I. Or something. I will say that, and I, we've talked about this on the pod already, that I would draw my tattoo on my arm in high school before I got it. Oh, I'm so glad you like it then. Influenced by Mike's, or somebody's tattoo in an MXPX video that had mm. the, like, the ichthus thing in it. Oh. So it came directly from somebody in the band. Um, John, that's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Don't know if I, I never get that, this babe. tattoo today, but that's fine. <laughs> Well, oh, is that how you feel? our kids know you're so committed? Sure. To, what's the thing? Not well, peace. Well, this one's but... not peace, but to the Lord, I guess. That's fine. Yeah. That's great, honey. That's. Well, Man, this is like. <laughs> it's just crazy because so many of my memories of in high school are like driving in my parents' minivan and listening to like. Like when I, I just looked at that on the cover, I was like, mm-hmm. this is, yeah, this is the soundtrack of my. My youth. Yeah. It's really um, weird. Samesies. So, seems like you should listen to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> You're our core demographic. You're our core demographic. No, honey, but you guys swear, and I'm trying to listen to clean stuff because oh, like, I have the no. kids in the back. 
Oh man. Well, so because I'm usually driving. Like, sounds like she needs to listen to Blink One Fifty Five then. Yeah. No What's e. That? <laughs> that's, that's the Blink One Eighty Two pod. There's Blink One Fifty Five. Blink One Fifty Five. Well, Canada. One of Canada's um, Blink One Eighty Two podcasts. Right. There are many. They go through all one hundred and fifty five Blink songs. That's that, their goal. Is that why they're called Blink One Eighty Two? No, but that's that why they're sense. called Blink-155. Because oh, they have 155. Oh, I get it. Okay, I got it. All right. No, but here's, John, late-breaking news. Let's hear it. Um, there's going to be um, a crossover app with us in Blink-155. They want to do, do a joint. Let's do a joint it. They want to do a joint. <laughs> they want to do a joint, just they like do Mike. A joint, I'm just out. call Mike Carrera. <laughs> Mike Carrera. <laughs> Mike Carrera. From in, 20 years ago. From yeah. 20 with he's smoking um, a joint in a bathtub full of beer. Have you guys gone to the amazingness it, that is the fact that they were on the series finale of Fixer Upper? We um, haven't talked about Fixer Upper. We, we haven't think, talked have about have Fixer Upper because well, their um, label looks like it was designed by. It does. It has a little. I mean, yeah. a little of the Joanna Gaines. This is like current. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're they. Yes, the show the just up. ended like last year, and they were the last. I think it was the last episode of the whole series. So I, I because they moved. Full away, disclosure: moved I haven't, I haven't seen that episode. We could watch it upstairs. I would love to watch it, but here's this is I wanted to, this this relates to spouse what you just Todd said. Spouse turns into spouse sleepover. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. This is amazing because I. <laughs> So, uh, throwback to Riker, who left us that um, message that he, his Teenage Politics album is Secret Weapon. Right. And, like, everybody gets introduced to MXPX at a different point in their life. And I was looking at um, their, their, associ- their association, essentially, is what I'm saying. I was looking through Instagram and... Um, I follow all kinds of MXPX hashtags on Instagram, and I saw this one that someone had posted a picture of Mike, and this person said, "Is that the guy from <laughs> Fixer Upper?" Yes. And I'm like, "I'm like, oh my god, that it's, is if you Google, that is their association, like uh-huh. that, yeah. the guy from that episode of Fixer Upper." And I'm just like, "That's how most people think of Mike is that guy from that HGTV show." <laughs> I will you, say you guys should have Chip Gaines on your podcast because he was real. He was like very intimidating. He was, in. he was a fan, yeah, so you was. would. I'd be curious. Chip, his, Chip, hit, hit us, us up. up. Slide into our listen. slide into our DMs. Chip, he's a he's not only is Chip he's a, a big new father, MX, he's busy guys. Not only That's true. Chip, perfect time to listen to pods. Perfect, yeah. So five. here's what he, he's not only is he a big, big MXPX head. Pretty sure Chip Gaines, giant moonhead. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, think I assume he's. I would assume. Who? Bob Moon, we had him on the show last week. If you oh, would have listened, yeah. it was. I know interview. this reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because Bob Moon, greatest guy of all time, <laughs> love that love this guy. He's a uh, no. We're 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 not. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for being on the show. If thank, you thank Google you. Mike Herrera, like the second page results is like fixer upper stuff. So it's like. Is it? It's very prominent. That's who that? posted the second page of Google results. <laughs> I was <laughs> then, first that of is, all. That is a legit question, John. Thank I you. I think I was looking for something well, specific. I, maybe it was for fanfic. <laughs> it's hard to oh, say. Hold on. Oh, okay, Google. Mike Herrera. 
Do you mean fixer upper? Michael Arthur Herrera is an American singer, songwriter, and musician best known as the lead vocalist, bassist, and songwriter for the punk rock band MXPX. And he was on Fixer Upper. <laughs> <laughs> Though the picture they have is a very untatted Mike neck uh. and face, or so it seems. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got that, he's got that, right, he's still got that see. snake bite. Um, Mike, I would just like to say to you personally, I appreciate that you are a family man. <laughs> it's true. See the moments like this video. See the moments like this. He would, of, as much. You know, if he, he would, he would bend over, back, what is it? You made me watch that video? No, not that one. Uh-huh. Let's Ride is the one I made you watch. Yeah. Uh, any closing <laughs> comments, everybody? I think we tasted and rated and shared our memories. I would like to say that in college, we shared how you two know each other. In college, um, folks would talk about having a friend crush on you, Mr. John, wow. because you were so cool. And I was in a class with you, a sociology class, before we were really friends, and our professor had us go around and say what social issue we were really passionate about. What and did I say? Well, Something I... dumb. No, oh, it was excellent. Do you remember me telling you, you this? Yes, story? I know your uh, story, because... Da- <laughs> changing well, lives. Well, I knew I cared about things, but didn't know enough to understand systemic injustice, but it got to you, and you were like, prison reform and criminal justice, and... I do remember that, actually. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that's so amazing so that he knows so much about this. Oh, anyway, so, cool know. then, cool now. Way to go, pod listeners. Well, Thank I you. also, I also, this is this is a uh, first time on the pod, also had a friend crush on John Potter in college. We, we didn't, we hung out some, like, we were, yeah. like, friend adjacent. Like, sure. we, like, had similar friend groups, but we didn't, like hang out on the reg or anything but i'm like this guy's like punk rock plays bass <laughs> plays bass in like the in like the my other memories is of you jumping playing bass on <laughs> yeah. stage jumping yeah. Yeah. in the worship in the worship band on a, on saturday night you <laughs> know, guys. At, sunday night yeah sunday night yeah sunday night sorry and i'm like you're oh, using you. it with her and soul I was, <laughs> yep. But I'm like, yeah, so let's all just stroke John's ego here for a moment. Yeah, but way know. to be Gen- a man. Jenny. I had an actual crush on you. <laughs> wow. This is a very And Jenny and crush. I, if the pod listeners don't know, we w- became friends when we were both new college freshmen, and our mm-hmm. rooms were like four doors apart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Three doors down. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> three doors down. Huge three doors down. Page. No, I think they were actually Punk four doors down. Intelligence. I was 306. What were you? Three or two? How do you remember that? I don't remember remember many things. I think I was 311 my freshman year, and I was like, yeah, 311. 428, fourth floor, Berg Hall. Yeah, 420 plus eight, more. Um, Yeah, me and and my freshman roommate were definitely not smoking weed because we were such squares. Not like Mike. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for the conversation, guys. Didn't they say that they... That they smoked weed, but they didn't say Mike did. No, they said the band well, smoked. Oh. Weed. Well, because Yuri wasn't a Christian. Yeah, he was, it was probably it was probably were, lazy. Their was, band was unequally yoked. It was. <laughs> it was probably Yuri who was scoring all that dank weed, that dank, that Typical dank bud, that stanky. Yeah, so maybe his mom isn't, isn't proud of that. <laughs> his mom is not proud of Yuri Poor anymore. Yuri. Poor Yuri. Um, thank you, spouses. For your insights. This is, this is how we talk to our wives. 
uh, I think this was a wonderful segment. Yes. And uh, I look forward to you not listening to any future episodes, but perhaps <laughs> being future guests. Yes. Um, Thanks for having us on. Yeah. It cheers. It was fun. I feel like Here, I... let's, let's, let's cheers to Anchor Valley Wine, to, to <laughs> MXPX, and... To a double gold friendship. <laughs> and peace to you listeners. Yeah. Continue yeah. to rock on. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Can I call you sweetheart? Shout out to Anchor Valley Wine. John, if you were to give a top three, how would you rank of the the three wines? I'm going number one, Pinot Noir. Okay. Number two, Pinot Gris. Okay. Even though I recognize it's gold gold winning double greatness, gold double gold and uh three rosé how about you um i would probably do the same yeah i mean it's for me it's hard to trump the red yeah it's it's really it's good i mean it's good i i do really like the the pinot gris but yeah um i'm overall a red fan so, but the Pinot Noir is great. I would suggest if you can get your hands on it, go to AnchorValleyWine.com. Yeah. Snag some bottles if you're in the area of, you know, Southern Oregon. Yeah. Those <laughs> go, grapes. Go to the Rogue Valley grapes. Bring your partners, spouses, enjoy them. Get the, get your hands, get your hands on some bottles. Um, and so on the next episode, John, what are we, what are we lying about next episode? First, I'd like to say, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at magnified pod. Yes. Hit us up, uh, email magnified pod at gmail.com. Boom. Uh, leave us a voicemail at 872-762-4763 or 8727-MAGPOD and rate and review us, subscribe Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, anything else? Um, I don't think so. We should thank our wives again for putting up with us and <laughs> joining us on the pod and giving their hot takes. It's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. <laughs> what kind of journey has it been? Beautiful. <laughs> it's been a beautiful journey. It's been very nice. On the next episode... <laughs> Will actually cover the Renaissance EP? Question, question mark. Question mark. Uh, when it'll be time for a podcast at our house, and it wouldn't be the same without you. So join us, won't you? Yeah.